0: We're visiting today, Keme, is that how you pronounce it? Yes, Keme, yes, but I'm used to be Kim, Kem, Kem, Keme, anything goes. Is that an artist's name or is it uh, No, it name? is my name. Ah. It is my name, but I found, because you can check the names of people living in Finland in the register online, so I checked uh, like a few years ago that there was no other Keme in Finland. I've never heard of Keme before. Okay. Yeah, it's not so common. Uh, so, and I also had a bit of a story with my family. So I just decided to to go with Keme without surname as an artist. I think it's pretty strong and rememberable, Is that even a word? Yeah. 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 Thank you. So Keme is a visual artist who lives and works in Helsinki, but is from. Where is I'm from? from Spain. From Spain. Okay. Yeah. And, um, yeah, maybe you can tell us a bit more about what do you do. Yes, so I would say that I am a multidisciplinary artist uh, because um, I do many things. <laughs> I, I write poetry mostly, um, other texts too, but mostly poetry. i I not so much lately, but I have been quite uh, much into music. Um, And then visual arts, uh, which I specialize in photography before coming to Finland and for a bit I was trying to only do photography and performance, but in the past years I just uh, started to mix everything because it feels more natural. And sorry, I'm just talking too much. (laughs) No, no, it's fine so um, yeah the thing is that when i came to finland for some reason i i had this idea that that it was reinforced when i was studying also that you need to specialize in something yeah um so i kind of stopped doing things that i was doing before like uh, illustrating or painting or even um just mixing the text and and the visual, things like that. I I try to specialize in photography. I still continue doing some performance. But that was it. And now, after some years has passed, I just went naturally coming back to this mixing everything because it feels right, it feels natural, and who cares? true that <laughs> yeah yeah i can totally relate and and it is true that they kind of hint in your studies usually that it's good to to somehow specialize mm-hmm. in one thing i guess it's easier for people to remember you that way but yeah but sometimes it can feel restrictive i think i feel yeah I don't know. I, I think it's like a, also a reflection of the commercial or like the business or mm. non-artistic uh, work <laughs> field. <laughs> that it is better if you specialize, you know, you are like a plumber, you are like a doctor, you are like, a, I mean, not a doctor, you are like a neurosurgical something. It's just uh, we as humans want to classify and simplify everything as much as possible. Mm. Yeah, But that's an utopia, right? It's like things are not so <laughs> easy. Things are, things are more complex for sure, yeah. Um, and artists often kind of try to have a bit more holistic view on things anyway, so it's hard to put that into only one path. I, I feel like, I don't know. Mm. I think that there are people that are brilliant, I I just think that the problem is that if you are doing it because you think that this is what you should do, but it's not coming from your mm. uh, experience, gut, soul, whatever you want to call it, because there are uh, artists who only do even the same thing, you know, like the same kind of photography or the same, and they're amazing, but it was not my case, I was just trying to fold myself in a shape that was not mine. How long have you been in Finland? I asked that uh, to my uh, some relatives this morning because I didn't remember, <laughs> yeah. and it's going to be ten years the next year, like in two thousand. I, I came in two thousand fourteen, so it's we going came to be in the same year. Oh, yeah, amazing. Well, you know. <laughs> so I thought it was longer. It feels like <laughs> it has been a bit like a, <laughs> a journey. So I was feeling that I, I was here for over ten years, but not not yet. And what brought you here? <laughs> Love, partnership yes uh, it it was not not original story, okay, let's uh, go through it um i was by that time I was living in Madrid, I would just finalized my master's in photography, and I was living with my current partner, which is Finnish. uh we were living together in that little apartment we were having these conversations about what do you want to do with your life, what I want to do with my life. Um, um, he decided that he wanted to study more, uh, to study luxury, Um To study what? Luxury, like uh, building instruments. Ah, okay. okay. And applied for it, uh, I think it was like in May. In June, we received a letter, like a paper letter, saying that you are starting the fourth of August. It was like, (laughs) (laughs) what? (laughs) Um, And I didn't have anything like super important, uh, like to stay there. Like in that moment, I thought, like, why not to go? And I was was, like, he will say, like, you wanna come? Please come. And I was like, yes, yes, I will go. So he applied in Finland. Yes, um, yes. Because by that time, I don't know nowadays, but Finland was one of the or the only place in Europe that you could study that. I uh, studied that for free, like mm. so. We came to Ikaalinen, which is a village in Pirkanmaa, like past uh, past uh, Tampere and Haminkuro and all that. It was a cultural shock coming from Madrid to I bet. (laughs) But now you are here, you're well and (laughs) adjusted (laughs) and Yes. As much as you (laughs) possible. Yes, I guess so. I guess so. It's it's just No, maybe it's not as much as possible. You still have time ahead (laughs) to Mm. to fine tune things. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I just find it very difficult sometimes to I sometimes wonder if it would be different if I would have studied in in Finland because it seems like the Finnish art field is quite focused. I'm not saying that it's the only way at all, but it looks a bit more constructed to go from alto or these spaces to to the art field than when you have not. Not saying that is uh, easy if you come from uh, studying in Finland, but sometimes I wonder if yeah. that would have been different. Yeah, maybe it would have been an easier way to just meet people more because, yeah, it's no. not the easiest. It's not like you go to an art exhibition and start talking with people in Finland. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah I guess it's, there's a little bit more of a threshold. But things are the way they must be, I mean, I'm, this is my path, mm. that's good. And if, if I bring it to the beginning of your path, how, how did you become an artist in the first place? Was, mm. it, uh, <coughs> was it natural, or were you like having thoughts of what to do? Do you have artists in your family? I don't have any artists before me, in my family. I think I planted the seed, and now many of my nieces and nephews are into uh, the arts somehow. Um, But before me, no. Um, and I think it it started as a kid, honestly. (laughs) Even it sounds a bit cheesy, but um, as a kid, because I was, quite uh, solitary for many reasons and um, I'm in the spectrum and like things like that so I will I will just uh, be at, at my home uh, painting I used to paint a lot and to draw a lot uh, I was I remember in the hospital I was like around eight or nine years old that I made this comic about uh, diabetes diabetes because I was uh, Going through something not diabetes but similar, and, and they published it <laughs> in all the hospitals in in the where I was living. It was like quite much like oh know, wow, talented kid, I guess. Uh, and then I was much into music. Also, I even went to study classical music, uh, singing. And so somehow I don't know. It was always uh, the thing that I would do as a teenager I will my father had uh, his office at home at some point so we have this huge copy machine and I will do fanzines and, and a lot of stuff like yeah it was always like that. But I didn't f- present myself as an artist. I will just do arts. Um because I love to learn new things. I just love to learn. I sometimes this is sometimes i get very anxious because i know i'm gonna die and i'm not going to have time to learn all the things that i want to learn honestly <laughs> like oh no oh no <laughs> so i, I would love to learn techniques and stuff i will go to um, libraries i was quite much self tough as a young person and uh, go to like uh, workshops and Independent um, schools and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, my family was not like art studying art. It was it was not an option. <laughs> but they did support you in that. No way. No. 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 But I I left. Or just h- as a hobby, they were happy with it. When I was a kind of uh, teenager-ish, uh, I we had some situation and I left home and I was squatting. Squatting? <laughs> squat, sorry. Yeah. Squatting. Uh, in, in Barcelona. Um, and then after a year or something, when I was 17, I came back to my hometown and I uh, then went to study again. I started with something softer that was like uh, graphic design <laughs> because it was <laughs> like, uh, maybe you can get a job after this. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then i will go to night school to do arts and at some point uh, i was spot by a crit- art critic and they asked me if they would like to to exhibit me in the critics uh, i don't know what is in english critics sal- salon it's like a critic uh, Exhibition? Or? It's like a... What is it? Yeah, it's an exhibition, but it's like a salon. It's like... A salon. Salon. I don't know. but I mean, yeah, it's it's. It, I, I think it's. it's an it comes from the French salons in the beginning of yeah. the century. So it's like an annual, annual stuff yeah. that the critics pick mm. their favourites. Uh, and, okay. and I was a, sp- a supporter with photography. Uh, and after that, I, I kind of thought, like, maybe... Maybe this is doing <laughs> something. So maybe I should study, like formalize my studies in photography. And then I went to study photography. It's important to get this validation that you could do this thing. Because, yeah. because if you don't, you, you're not really going to probably have this. Especially, like, I was just posting, uploading pictures in Flickr. Like, they just put me like that. I didn't even have a website. So it was really... It, nice. meant, it meant a lot and then I applied well I studied I went to Madrid to study photography and at some point um, I applied for a master's program but I didn't have any money and it was very expensive so I just applied for this scholarship and I got it and it was a big experience for me too uh, because um, it was an international master, and I was my English was like, "Hello, <laughs> my name is <laughs> Keme, <laughs> Color red, yellow, and blue, <laughs> something like that." So um, it was very meaningful because, like, I feel maybe we were like two or three people from Spain, and everyone else was from somewhere else, and that was very rich for me to meet other uh, students and artists from other people, like. The, we didn't have so much uh, teachers as uh, lecturers, so we will have every week a different photographer like Martin Parr or like coming to tell us their stuff or <laughs> make us. Do what school it. was that? Uh, it was IED, uh, International School of Design, but they have also photography. Ah, uh, I think I've heard of that. Do they have also in Italy some branches? Yes. Yeah. Yes, they do. Um, that was the first, one of the first times, it was maybe the second or third time in my life that I met a Finnish person. <laughs> I didn't know I would end up here. Yeah, and yes, I, I finalized that Masters um, and the story that I just told you, we came here. Maybe it's good to mention that this is actually the first visit, which is not in a, in a separate artist studio studio, but this is actually a home. Where you work now? It is, Um, I have had a few studios in Finland, especially here in Helsinki. And two years, uh, 2022, so one year, uh, almost two years ago, we came to this apartment, to this house. And by the time I had a studio in Lautasari, and I just decided to to leave it uh, because, it felt a waste of money, I didn't have so much time to be there, and for me right now time is the most valuable thing I have. So here I am, um, this is meant to be a living room, <laughs> and it is in a way, I and mean, you live in it. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh. But yeah, we can talk about more uh, about the studio space a yes. bit later. I don't know, I just wanted to say that because it's it's a first, <laughs> and uh, also this is, a, I, I'm testing a new way to record the sound, so I, so I we hope took the to the phone now, so I really hope it works fine. No, it should be fine. Okay. But yeah. So what are you doing at the moment? How how are you working here? Mm, I kind of do very rough stuff, like for example. Uh, I have a mask with a mask over there. I that kind of work I cannot do it here, um, and I it's go to, to show this. gorgeous, gorgeous to my partner's studio, let's say. Does it does this rotate or am I going to? No, no it, doesn't. it doesn't rotate. It okay. is uh, so it is meant to be in. Um, uh, on a stand. Yeah, so you look yeah. the idea this is a whole piece, this is just one part. Uh, the idea is that you look at the mirror through this and then the mirror gets illuminated. Mm. And and use yours, yourself through through that. So nice. and that was I, I was doing it by hand like with the scrappers and then like Ooh. um it's very, very polished. Yeah, a lot of sanding, which is the one of the things that I dread the most in this life sanding <laughs> and somehow the majority of projects that I'm not painting or, or or like doing photography I end up sanding and it's like no <laughs> I don't want to sand in my life anymore <laughs> but there is are that. you sanding by hand or like, do look, you have a machine no I'm sanding by hand and that's why yeah yeah so um, for that I go. I'll go outside. Also um, in an ideal world, I'm living in a huge studio. Like I have photography studio and everything, but four meters uh, ceiling height yes, and all that. Yes, and natural light, obviously. Of course. But that's not the reality. So when I need to also do, if I need to do that kind of uh, estate photography, I also need to go outside. But that. Honestly, that doesn't happen the majority of the time that in my practice. my practice, the majority of the time I will be reading, writing, sketching, uh, testing. Quite recently I had this exhibition in Kaisa, uh, I have here still some works uh, from that one, uh, from my project Billy Aka, uh, which is based in uh, Tales, the figure of non-male characters in, in Tales. Um, And it has a a lot of uh, text material that I do with others through workshops and then the visual materials that I do inspired by the text material. For that I I have been embroidering a lot, there you can see my utensils because I honestly discovered embroidery for myself uh, here these two years that I have been at home. Because it's th- is a technique that um, you actually can do at home any, anywhere, and you can just leave it and continue later at night. Like when you are a, like a parent, like I am, or at least with the type of kids that I'm parenting, it's quite challenging to to find um, gaps of time to, to and and you have two kids, right? I have two kids. Yes. And then I discovered also that was very nice to because my my form like I didn't have much experience much experience embroidering only when I was school high school this kind of stuff I really like to do this uh, petit pois, like the what well, but I I really didn't have the experience but in my hometown there is a quite strong tradition of embroidering. And I will remember my woman in my family doing it all the time, at home always some embroidering, so I just came back to that and even asked my my relatives to teach me and to help me and it was really rewarding, it was also a way to connect with people. So that was one, and then I was like painting and doing photography and some installation (laughs) and then at the end of the... Sorry, this project has been going on since um, uh, almost since I came to Finland so uh, at the end it has had a lot of um, techniques and and then I decided to also incorporate illustration which I'm very happy I came back to that because I think I stopped illustrating or drawing when I started studying photography Mm. so many, many years without doing it um, now the project is in an impasse, I just need to have a breather uh, um, and I'm applying for grants. <laughs> like all of us. Yes, <laughs> I, I just strongly envision this project in, in book format. And then uh, right now I'm having a little exhibition with another artist, Arlene Tucker, in Cantonpa Galleria. Uh, and then there, I was using watercolors. I was—it's more like reflections or and drafts and doodles about uh, a concept called melanforscap cap, which is the feeling of being in between cultures. And um, it can be like it—it—it uh, it, it can feels like exclusion also. Uh, but I just wanted to, to explore that with uh, the watercolors, and I was getting this. I created my own nation, my own country, which is called Ilema. Uh, just merging all the uh, countries where my my DNA is coming from, my family is coming from. I Have you ever done a DNA test? Yes. That's another discussion. How. Why, how, is, is it worth it? What is, but, but yes, yes. And it was very interesting, like uh, <laughs> a lot of places. Like right now, I'm just like, for example, this is like researching on. I put all the cities that my family has lived in together to make a skyline, and I'm trying to. This is a test right and then I will draw it and th- I did the same with the with the country that I created and I decided that this now my I'm coming from that that's my country Ilema I took the letters from the countries and make variations and at the end it was sounding the best Ilema Yes, I have been doing that uh, I, I was just building the, this little exhibition yesterday so the last thing that I have been doing has been like playing with uh, notes, written notes and watercolors Um, and right now I feel I'm probably going to continue with illustration, the the next thing, and and photography uh, together. Mm. Illustration on top of photography, or...? Yeah. yeah. I used to do that when I was uh, a teenager. (laughs) Let's see. (laughs) Back to the roots. We'll see, we'll see. is there some upcoming e- events at some point soon in the future, or uh, are you in the face of
1: no gathering
0: the thoughts still? no, because uh, honestly, right now I have this uh, Billyaka project that has been ongoing all these years, and I think it's gonna be probably my life uh, long run I I don't know how to call it but i, I don't see I think that this pretty is all the time giving me more and more and I'm Discovering new things, so I think it's never gonna really stop But then there are other side projects that I'm doing with other people. I'm enjoying to to lately especially after corona to work with uh, with other artists So we have this project that we are still like trying to figure out about caregivers and parents in the arts Mm, Interesting Yes, it is um it is rough <laughs> to parent and, and and to be a caregiver in, in society <laughs> in general, but I think that in the art field' even more it could be even more challenging or or' it's just not contemplated mm. as part of it. Yeah because you don't have that stability that a regular job gives you, or at least the sense of mm. um, yeah there are many things so i i I don't know of course yeah i have been researching mostly about the topic and we have had several meetings and we have even applied for one or two funds to do a pilot so we are uh, still in this kind of larval stage of that project and yes i don't know let's see i'm really open for for uh, stuff because i feel i feel very rewarding when people approach to you not because they want you to reproduce something that you're already doing but because there is a new like they they say to you like hey i have this uh imagine i don't know i have this idea about bananas <laughs> um and what is your what do you think about bananas? And, and what is your approach? And what will you do with this? And da, 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 and, and then you kind of... Uh, sometimes it connects very well with the things that you're doing. Sometimes it just takes you to another place. But you can always come back to the other... Your main practice, right? So mm. I I find very... Regarding to when I'm just offer or asked to, to join other... Mm. The little projects, yes. Which kind of uh, already covers part of my next question of the themes in your work. Okay. What is your work about usually? Do you have Do you have specific themes mm. you're working with? I think that I always have felt art as something magical, <laughs> alchemy, something really, really magical, and that. Connected also with the subconscious. So I think that the subconscious has been heavily in my work and influencing my work, like studies about about it. Uh, archetypes. I think that archetypes are definitely my work in some way or the other. Uh, for example, in this other project about uh, biliaca, the tales, fairy tales and myths, I'm, I'm working with uh, Fairy tales archetypes. So they're just another way of. Then. The shadow, what is called in psychology, the shadow. So Um, you're reading Jung? Jung is (laughs) like, yeah, Jung is. If you ask me about influences, I will. (laughs) (laughs) That's a heavy one. Heavy, heavy one. And. What else? And. I think also I don't know how present is uh, for other people but for me my work is a lot about connection also Um, because it has always been the way that I have to connect with others with the world, understand, uh, be understood. Uh, so for me definitely connection, that's one of the things that I really enjoy doing in, in when I do performances. I, f- I think that that is the format that I connect maybe more easily or more quickly with others. We are so similar and at the same time not because then you esp- the artist is explaining why and usually the why is different but it's like yeah. we're doing the same. <laughs> <laughs> maybe let's say uh <laughs> um unconscious shadow archetypes and, and connection mm. and when you mentioned the the, the archetypes and the, and the, and jung uh there is this podcast i've been listening to lately this jungian life mm? i you ch- want to check it out <laughs> yeah please <laughs> you yeah. it me later yes. yeah cuz it's uh, it's all about that <laughs> They have uh, they have so many episodes. Mm. Yeah, going back to your work and your practice, um, you mentioned that you are applying for grants. Is that your main way to sustain your practice? Do you do jobs? Mm. I discovered that in Finland. (laughs) You know, I was still like, "What? I can apply for grants? Wow, (laughs) that's cool." Um, and it kind of creates you the need to get the grant, which before it didn't exist. <laughs> so it was like, um, on one way, I, like, on one hand, every time I'm applying, I'm like, um, I know this is a lottery. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't matter if I get it or not. But then I get the no almost always. And it's like, oh, <laughs> no. Now what I'm going to do? I used to do it. I still do it, I, I, I cannot depend on grants to do my, my work. So I don't know, you just find a way. I'm not going to tell you that I'm selling a lot, or I'm like, I I don't know, I just find the ways to, mm. to continue doing art. Before, especially, uh, before coming to Finland, I used to have more odd jobs. I used to have a lot of these um, side works and, and jobs. In Finland too, but less, because I started to specialize in, I decided, okay, if I'm going to work in other things that are not uh, producing art, or I want to be still in the, in the art and cultural field, so I just started to specialize myself in, in that arena. Yes. And you are part also of this collective, as far as I know? Which one? The Spanish-speaking, what was it called? Or are you? I'm not sure. Or maybe I'm just totally confused. I think not. Not? I think not. Maybe I'm part of Mumalakaks. Oh. I'm part of Kila. I'm part of uh, Stop Hate Right Now. I'm part of Catalyst. Kat- I'm part of uh, what else? Probably something else right now. I cannot remember. Hmm. Well, this group that we are developing the project is no. we have a working name that we are not sure if we are gonna keep, but it's like um others like mothers mm. not it's like um others I don't know <laughs> um right now it works um yeah um yeah but i i don't, I don't okay, know. maybe I'm just uh the d- confused there but like this is plenty anyway so it is important for you to have people around and other artists and kind of co-create or Ah, maybe work together on some project maybe I don't know if co-create is the right Mm, one I want to say yes but I think no Uh, well then you shouldn't say yes (laughs) it depends of the project like usually I work alone part of my practice is uh, not producing physical stuff, but doing these workshops uh, so there is already like working with others uh, let's mm-hmm. say um, and then in in I like when there is like a group project that I resonate with, of course like i I will say yes, I'm not saying that I don't work with others but I really need to to feel like the project is interesting and the people are interesting. I'm not like uh, maybe it's, it's not my primary way of working mm. with others. And also when sharing a studios, or I like this setting that you are in a place where there are more studios, but you have your room, you have your your space, right? So you have the possibility to go for a coffee and even have lunch together or say, hey, come here one moment and, and talk and, and so on. But I, I need to be alone. Maybe it's because I'm, I get very uh, overwhelmed with the stimulus stimulor, yeah, mm. and, and so on. Have you had a creative block? Moments when you can't really... I saw that in your other uh, podcast and I was really like, what is even a creative block? And I know that you will say it, then you did have <laughs> it or something like that, but it's like I don't need to say it, because you did <laughs> <laughs> it's just I was thinking let's let's define at the moment like, okay. is it a creative block when you cannot produce stuff, or when you cannot think of stuff like new stuff, like I mean, if you are thinking about new stuff and your thought goes forward, that is not a block Mm. because there is some development. But if if you're thinking and you just can't Mm. move, I guess that's what would define it. No, I haven't. (laughs) Okay. I haven't. I I have the... Let's let's find a name for this. What is when you have a block because you don't have time to do the stuff that you want to (laughs) do? No, I'm Capitalism kidding. block. <laughs> you need to pay the rent and do stuff and you don't have the time. Financial block. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, I. Okay. Well, lucky you. Congratulations. Now, tomorrow I'm going to have one. <laughs> no! This is not being me. <laughs> no. no, no, no. It's not like that. Okay, I have this old oh, school. Press uh, notebook thingy here. Oh yeah, uh, when you do work on something without a block, as we uh, we managed to, to discover, um, do you? How do you, do you have a specific process you go through, like some routines that you that you do? Tea, uh, because uh, the one that I prepared before I already got cold, and that's in a way a good sign because I'm very focus but the preparation of the tea like setting the tea having the first sips of it is like uh, grounding me um depending on the projects that I'm doing I like to meditate before what else Um, I used to work a lot with a specific music I have like these playlists but nowadays I'm not doing it Uh, because I don't want to be influenced by the music that I'm listening to. <laughs> I don't know if it sounds mm. very weird or not. Uh, so I have been lately trying to work either in silence or with sounds that are not music, or even using this uh, app called Endel. I don't know if you know it. No. It it is like create. Uh, Scenarios. So you have like uh, meditation, going to sleep, focus, working, mm. like, so I have been trying with those. Uh, sound is important. That's also another reason because I don't maybe like to share a uh, space with people because I really need to not to have auditory inputs. Yeah, that's it. Not to like put the phone in silence. That is always in silence, and okay, I like to to put all the materials that I'm gonna need, all the tools I'm gonna need, just there. Uh, so you have an uh, an idea beforehand what exactly you are doing and what exactly you will need. Yeah, uh, probably I will need more things and maybe I will not use the ones that I pick, but you know, uh-huh. all this preparation of the space, okay, I'm going to do that. I need um, this scrapper or this pencil and I will need, oh, probably I will need water and I will need that and that. And then I place it in a very nice way. So, yes, just, I'm just losing time maybe, or I don't know. <laughs> it's it's uh, a way of... Um, or just getting in the mood of okay. it. Yeah, definitely. How how does it work now that you work at home with these things? Well… Is it different? It has changed a lot. uh, Not so much the beginning or how do I start working, but definitely how to continue. Because before, in the studio, I will just leave the stuff as it was, and if I need to go another place, home, if I need a break. Now that's a luxury, so every time I'm just going to stop. I need to um, pack everything again and, and yes I cannot have stuff around because my kids are little and they are going to mess everything or they can hurt themselves or so I just need to... <laughs> so that's a new routine that has been developed <laughs> yeah and um, I'm getting quite good at it I just uh, I just got uh, secondhand I think they were like a c- pack of coffee and they give me a lot of boxes so I just put things in boxes and, and I can just pile them and put them inside the cupboard but uh, it has been a learning <laughs> learning uh, experience how to do that because uh, that's not natural for me. Mm. And uh, I mean it, it's, it's pretty spacious the, the, the room we're in. And you said that you like to have some, some empty space left. Yes, I definitely like to have it. Uh, when I'm focusing on something, uh, which most of my work will be probably sitting, um, either you are editing something or you are writing or like... And I, I, when I focus on something, I can be hours and hours without moving. Uh, I mean, I can be doing like things like that or steaming or something, but I'm, I'm not moving, I'm in the chair. I don't even remember to eat or to drink, I'm very bad at that. So, um, I like to have these reminders and then get up and, and, and do some movements. Uh, or even just go to the floor and so on. Uh, another thing is that I love to do uh, performance art also and sometimes... I got these ideas, and I just like to test. How would it be in the space? So um, I don't. I have had sometimes offers to to share with very nice people in the spaces that I would love to share with the people there. But it was like a table mm. or a space to paint or whatever. Like it didn't have the the space, and I say no. Uh, How big is this space that you have now to work? I don't know. Maybe we can measure it. I have a meter there. I don't know. Uh, more or less, of course. Uh, Fifteen square meters, maybe. Fifteen, maybe. mm I'd say it might be even more, but yeah. I used to live in a. Before I, I got. Uh kids like really like <laughs> months before <laughs> my first uh, children was born I was living alone in this uh, little little solo this apartment and it was 15 square meters so I just usually have it as a uh, as a maybe yeah maybe it's more but I, I wouldn't say that it's much more than that but maybe 17 okay let's uh, settle on 17 (laughs) and is that is that a good amount for you does it work yeah but honestly it's never enough (laughs) i i that's very stereotypical but i love to have a big big space with uh, a lot of light and high ceilings um that's one of the things i i don't think i'm gonna have it in finland maybe but The last house that I was living in, my family house, the last one. My father built it, and it it has two two floors, Mm. Uh, the upper floor. At some point I was living there, and I had one of the rooms only as a studio, and it was very big. I I even have like a photography studio there with uh, backgrounds and everything so I think that's my standard that spoils me um. well there are artist departments in Finland that mm. somehow sometimes people manage to get and they, they have pretty large space for work also I would like to have a studio that is doesn't necessarily need to be at my place unless I can just close it somehow but I really made my mind that it it must be close, mm. very close, uh, because I think that is gonna be my life until my children are big enough. That my time, schedule, goes around their schedule. A what? My schedule. Uh uh-huh. Is gonna be around their schedule, like yeah, uh, until they are a bit uh, bigger. So. Time is a treasure for me, and I'm losing my time going one place to the other. So I I want a place that is very well-connected or or very close to to me. Yeah, I mean, I I, I could add that even if for someone who doesn't have kids, I like the the studio to be close to to my home because exactly, it's losing time just Mm. commuting a long way. I mean, there are people who say that... uh, it gives them time to think or clear their head or something but i'm not one of those yeah but maybe i i'm, I'm like having now nowadays i'm working kind of the same schedule like i take them to the kindergarten, come back which is already like you know it's already giving me <laughs> time to think and stuff <laughs> and 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 then i i will pick them around three three just yes, three something so that's, that's the hours that I'm in the studio working. Do you store all your art here? Or? Yeah. But then you said you don't really make that much physical art. Well, I have a lot, and maybe that's the reason because I'm stopping. <laughs> um, because especially like coming from or having a heavy background in photography, it's like uh, I have a lot of pictures printed. And but then prints are still not taking that much space. No, no, but then when you uh, are exhibiting them, you have to frame them somehow, and that's, uh, that's the thing. But yes, I have them at home. Um, I have been thinking lately about um, maybe giving some of my art to some people that I I think they they just appreciate it and honestly I'm fine with that. But it's just a thought that I still have. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can approach museums and all that, just donate. I have one piece. It's in that uh, one of the boxes over there. It's a neon sign, mm. and it goes with stickers. Maybe it's good to flip the mic a bit. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I was saying that it's a neon sign and it goes with some stickers and the point of that sign is that i'm not aiming to sell it or to it 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 i always send this uh, pdf that is called that this piece is pieces, um, looking for shelter so it's just uh you can just take it with you for for a while the only thing is that you need to place it in a place that is visible is a big sign that says we are r- running out of time. <laughs> Jolly, <laughs> happy vibe, <laughs> or, or what? Like we are running out of time for what? Like <laughs> I think it's just um, um, it's quite cool in winter because here it can be quite dark. Um, so it was, it is meant to be going from one place to the other and. I don't know, that kind of stuff. I have been also thinking of coming back t- to the book format because I did my specialization in photo books. And I had this fancy uh, background also, so I was thinking also in coming back to that format. I'm a bit tired of exhibiting. <laughs> so I would like to, to have other formats that to approach people or people to approach me. Yeah. I, I think in Finland there's quite many photo books. Also, the like this this medium has been pretty well developed. Mm. Yeah, um, because I'm not so into photography anymore as before. I don't know lately how it has been uh, with photo books specifically, but. The book as a format of any, it doesn't need to be photography. Hmm. I, I'm really... Books have been super important all my life for me, so... Do you read a lot or do you more no, have I books? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I mean, y- maybe you get books that are from books and you look at them. I I read. I read a lot, but I'm that person that doesn't read more than one book at a time. I. I admire the superpower that other people have of reading two or three books at the same time. I can't. What are you reading right now? Uh on the one on top of that, uh, the care manifesto. Yeah, I'm rereading should. it because the first time I read it it was uh I think the end of two thousand twenty two. Oh politics one, of dependent af- After Corona. It was released a bit because of all the corona situation. And now I'm rereading it because it's really connected with this idea of caregivers and um, parents and care, the society of care. <clears throat> so in that with that, I really recommend it. It's, it's really thin, easy to read. Read it. It's really nice. <laughs> I think that the majority of my inspiration comes from books nowadays. So what other books would you recommend for people to read? What would be good what do they like
1: <laughs> I don't know I uh, mean, from,
0: from what you like uh, of I mean uh, like all kinds of stuff yes that one uh, I'm a bit right now in that phase, so I, uh, maybe the ones that I'm kind of reading now how not to exclude artists mothers and other parents that's another one that I'm really reading right now especially if you are into art residencies or curating or working collectively with other artists that may be parents or caregivers, I think It's giving you uh, another frame How, How to frame things differently so you're not excluding people then Rest is resistance from Tricia Hersey because Yes, a lot of inspiration comes from books, but I think that a lot of inspiration also comes from rest, from resting. And it's something that I didn't allow myself so much. It is easier in this society to, to forget that uh, we are valuable no matter if we produce or not. We can just rest and be. We are enough, just being. Yeah, I think I have this problem a little bit. When I when I have nothing to do, I feel so bad. and. It's like constant this inner voice saying that you should do something right now, don't just waste your time not doing anything. Yeah, then I don't know if this book is in English. Uh, El Entusiasmo from Safra is in Spanish, it's about the art world and it's quite pessimistic. So maybe you <laughs> don't read it. I think it's worth it, but <laughs> it's giving you uh, uh, a bit of anxiety sometimes. <laughs> Yes, um, these are the books that I'm not reading right now. Before I used to read a lot of sci-fi. I really love (laughs) sci-fi and it it also inspired me. I think in an ideal world, if I wouldn't be an artist, I would be an astronaut (laughs) or something. Like that. I will, <laughs> I will do. do you listen. like to do you like to watch movies about sci-fi or yeah, or and you prefer books and comics and books. Yeah, um, I, I like sci-fi. So what's your? I think that comics were uh, my strength before for um uh, but also serious and nowadays what is there have been so many like i remember when they made the years ago but i'm so oh, so it looks like uh, when they made the remake of galactica i was like oh, this is so nice <laughs> another episode oh, <laughs> really give me giving me excitement yeah <laughs> yeah th- i think that uh, i mean I feel like sci-fi and fantasy are are these genres that people are into more and more. Somehow I feel. I don't Do know you maybe. think? It seems to me, at least, okay. to, when I browse through movies or series, there there's there's a lot. I think I feel like there's more than before. Yeah, yeah, but uh, you mean like uh, to watch, right? To watch, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Not particularly to read. And and that's that's funny, right? Because. Uh, I'm coming back to the fairy tales and so on, but all these archetypes of myths and fairy tales are present in in this uh, sci-fi and fiction, because it's fiction. And and we just keep doing the same plots and same Mm. archetypes and same stuff. Sci-fi and fantasy give us the freedom to uh, think about uh, the impossible in a possible way, even though I think that sci-fi is a strong um, political and, and societal critique also but at the I same mean, it time it, it depends on the exactly on the type of the sci-fi or fantasy yeah, i guess like quark the, is not a good example of that but then you have things like a star trek i think that are really a reflection of you you can reflect about society and politics with that also yeah yeah it's full of those yeah. so how uh, maybe we we just uh stop this and start to let <laughs> so yeah what we're gonna do after this is just uh <laughs> let, let's see what we can watch <laughs> yes yeah i i used to read uh i mean not only sci-fi but this utopias and utopias but that was like ages mm-hmm. ago mm. when i could still read books now now i don't have the patience to, to yeah. read but so yeah, me, me too, but you know what like because I all those books that I wrote I used to read I used to read them in spanish mm. So now when someone asks me about the titles or something even though they are quite famous. I'm like um, I don't know <laughs> Were well, sure. they translated in a different way in spanish? Um, I, I don't know I, I they, they were just written in spanish so I don't I'm not sure like um, But you know like oh mundo feliz, a happy world, maybe? Was that a brave new world? Or is maybe, maybe, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, it's a little yeah. bit different. If so, so um, did you know these comics? I think that they were like 1984? Yeah, 1984. They were like sci-fi also, quite utopic, very old. Comics, no. I mean, 1984 is uh, the that hugely famous book, but... <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, not like the comics, or are they connected to the book? Uh, I guess the, the 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 topic, but not like they were like always different uh, illustrators and different uh, authors. So mm. it was like this kind of magazine type of comics, you know, that is coming every every month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, the the only comics I grew up with were like Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck and some local special Bulgarian comics. <laughs> there was this one magazine. It wasn't really that much as you can have access now to mm. to comics or to any kind of information generally but mm-hmm. yeah and then also because we are talking about that i i i used to be you know what is post-punk or after punk It's kind of gothic but it's not uh, yeah i was i was very very much that um and this still i still like very much music from that um uh, It's still part of my life somehow. So I will also read a lot of these uh, gothic novels and terror and and all these, uh, and comics, of course, all the sad, but now they are doing it also for for TV. I'm like, (gasps) what are you doing? I'm enjoying it, but I'm (laughs) afraid. So, yes. um, hmm? (laughs) This is my confessional. (laughs) It's just a talk, and uh, mm. I, I would never picture you as a goth person, honestly. You want to see pictures? <laughs> I do. Yes, I am <laughs> here. It, oh. But it was not gothic, it was post-punk or after-punk, whatever you want to call it. So it was more like you know uh. Bauhaus, you see on the Banshees, and uh, those, yeah. that okay. stuff. Not so much, like and like, things like him, it's like, <laughs> no, okay. no, it's not happening. <laughs> hey, him is like uh, it was like pop music, yeah. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> 69 eyes, no, no, this kind of stuff, not. I I, more, I, I guess I, I like more like the 80s stuff and 90s. Somehow, I made my tribe. I, I was also very much in contact with punks. I told you that I was living in the squats and so on. So, yeah. music has been always so important for me. I even met my partner because uh, we were playing together. We still have a music project, so. Do you have gigs in the city somewhere sometimes? No, we haven't had gigs in... in it's stopped. I think that the project is not dead because we still have the willingness to at some point uh, continue, but we haven't had anything for years. So, I think the last gig was in Tampere some years ago, four. Do you have music somewhere online where somebody could listen to it? Yes. It's in my website, and I can also, I have this crazy website that I put everything I do because I told you that I decided to stop specializing, so I just, (laughs) and there's one section for the music, it's called One Eye, the band, and there's some songs from Bandcamp and from SoundCloud. Yeah, maybe you give me links and I'm going to post them. Okay. (laughs) If you want. Yes, why not? You don't have to, but it would be interesting for mm-hmm, mm-hmm. maybe for somebody to see this side of your creativity as mm-hmm. well. Uh, do you follow some specific artists that you like their work? I have been that thinking about, like that? about that many times. I don't. I think that lately, maybe it's just a moment of my life, but lately I follow, I have the lucky of having very good. Uh, artist friends, I think they are very good artists and I follow them and I think they are amazing um, and if I need to talk about artists I will always prefer to speak of artists that are close to me because I think if I can give them more visibility I will do Do that but uh, there are so many I'm going to meet someone and they're <laughs> going to be mad at me it's like oh this is a death trap <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know, um, and I'm from many fields, right? So, I enjoy the work of Vita Rasavi, Sepita Raja, Mariam, uh, sorry, Mary Helmi Sarka, uh, Naya Vikram, um, Ima Herrera, Diana Soria. <laughs> I can send you a, li- a list. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it. Was, I was just gonna say that I would need a list of, because, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um. Because you know, on the on the website of the podcast, there is a page with the recommendations. Yes. All the names are there yeah. that people share, so I think it's good to, uh. to have yeah because there are so many I start to think Lisa Ravna Sonia Lee uh, like I, yes, I start like going into I love to do lists I love it <laughs> it's like what is your favorite hobby making lists like <laughs> so <laughs> I really start to, to do this list and, and will be able to stop I don't know uh, but I told you already some books and some mm. artists I will send you a list yeah um, that would be nice yes do you go to exhibitions nowadays not so often i'm not gonna lie not so often as before i think uh somehow i didn't after corona i haven't get to the yet to haven't come uh, back to no Um, before corona already i just stopped going to openings i sometimes go but I try not to go to openings, because I just got to, it's too many inputs, too many things, I, I just can't. So I, I really like to go these days that you don't, there is like, the gallery just open. it's like 10 in the morning on Wednesday, <laughs> there's no one. Every time I see that my friends or someone close to me have an exhibition, I will try to go. I'm also part of the Mumala Gallery, so we have a lot of exhibitions there. What are some some good places in your opinion apart from Because obviously if you're part of it. Depends on the exhibition. You know what? I was thinking the other day, I miss uh, do you remember third oh. third space? Wait, wait, oh. the camera. I don't know where it stopped. So I don't know how long mm. I have been ranting. I was doing all my insightful thoughts were in those ten minutes that we stopped recording. <laughs> hey we don't know exactly Well, yeah probably but uh, <gasps> yeah in um, the audio version they will be there maybe just not in the video oh let's we'll we put a disclaimer Kemi was saying really interesting stuff in the, but 10 the minutes that but the camera was not recording it <laughs> now you have the gibberish <laughs> no but you were saying about uh, third space yeah i was thinking the other day that i miss it um i mean there is also other Spaces that have cool stuff. No wonder, like, or I don't know. I just miss the the vibe of third space mm. So how You know, Anna is doing nowadays the sound uh, uh sound arts. I saw association. it in your podcast. The association, you mean? The yeah, yeah, yeah. I they already had a couple of events. Hmm. Okay. So that could be an option. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I will go there, but not to the events, mo- more probably, and I'll tell you why. Uh, I usually, I only have, uh, usually, if I'm lucky, I have one evening in the week that I can mm. attend stuff. Uh, the other evenings are on booked with the kids. So, um, unless, unless it's something paid so I can have a babysitter. But I'm not uh, in mm. that situation that I can pay someone to stay with my kids and I go to see an exhibition or an event. Yeah. But, I mean, the majority of, uh, coming back to the book, the majority of events are always in the evenings. <laughs> that is true. Which is very challenging. But yes, I don't know, um, there has been some cool stuff in Ham, also. Sometimes, sometimes in eh? I, in the past two years, I have been more interested about not so big exhibitions. Let's yeah. put it that way. Um, I went to the Biennale and everything, but I I I I go out uh, more fulfilled <laughs> uh, when I go to more personal and little exhibitions. Okay you don't have to (laughs) (laughs) Titanic in Turku, I really like Titanic also Hmm. I'm not sure if I've ever been to it though of course I I, I know about it but Hmm. it's just rare to go to Turku Are there other spaces that are interesting to you and it doesn't have to be galleries or museums do you like to go to other locations? Um, like in general in so just get inspired or something I don't know why but when 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 I was finalizing the some illustrations this this year for my project I started to go a lot to Oddy to go there no reason like from all the places that I could go I really like the third floor Oddy is great yes I mean, everything about it is just wonderful um, honestly and also there is like a couple of Cafeterias, <laughs> especially here in Munkinimi, there is one. Uh, I mean, there is not only one cafeteria in the neighborhood, but there is uh, one that is not of, not fancy at all. You know, this kind of. The locals are there yeah. and, and senior people and 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 I really like to go there to to write and to to, to draw. I really I really enjoy these kind of uh, spaces for some reason. I never before I will never do that I, I would feel like exposed or something but I and that's it like sometimes I have missed that there is not so many spaces or I don't know them maybe that you can just that are open for artists just to go uh, you don't need to rent or anything you just go can have a coffee be there, do your stuff In when I was living in Icalin and I was part of I'm still a member but I was part of Hirvitalo. Oh. Oh. It's a, it, it is an association but the, the Hirvitalo itself is a building, all uh, house, all wooden house uh, that serves as an independent, very alternative uh, cultural space. So there are exhibitions upstairs and there are a lot of activities like workshops, talks, um, screenings, and there is this, every weekend, this is like uh, sharing food, like there is food prepared, and you pay what you can, Mm. and stuff like that, and you can go just there, at any point, no worship, no nothing, just go there, stay there, have a coffee, talk with people, meet people, usually artists or people a bit alternative. Um, I don't know, I just um, miss that, for example, from Madrid, that there will be even if was some sort of co- like shared space studios, but there was this kind of commonal spaces that you still can go just to see what people are doing and have coffee and. Mm. I think in the in ready there is this uh, space that they're trying to know. have for this kind of purpose that you can just go and be there and. Yeah, but I don't think it's more art focus. I think it's more like uh, open for everyone, which is also great, mm. but. They do have exhibitions there, as far as I know. Mm, but I have been there, for example, with my kids or with friends. Mm. I, I was there also for a couple of art-related events, but not, not much. When I was working in Global Point years ago, uh, when I was the coordinator there, there was this idea that people can, could just go have a coffee and be there. But I don't know it's if it's still possible or not, because they have a lot of things going on, so I don't know. I used to go also a lot to the, the Museum of Impossible Forms, in, in that sense of like, you know, like... Um, Not you know. to go to draw or anything, but just to... To have a dinner or to mm. have a concert or a screening or that stuff. I, I don't think that exhibitions are the space that you kind of connect with other artists on talk with other artists. If you want to spend more time, of course, it's uh, probably not the location. I don't know, it's just like, if I have to, like... I need connection, of course, I need human connection, but at the same time, I, I need a lot of alone time, <laughs> and and yes, I, I just got overwhelmed and, and locked, so I, I just... Oh. I like to have the opportunity spaces that I can do it if I can. But if, if it's not okay, I don't have to. I think that was all. Okay, that that went uh, fast and okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so surprised. Surprised. Surprise. Oh wow, well, this went okay. It was a nice <laughs> experience. I recommend it. <laughs> thank you for having me today. And uh, thank you for coming. And good luck with the project, or lack of, if you need time to just think i or rest as you said yes i i let, let's say good luck with the grants <laughs>